we are uh, trying to significantly improve our coal quality testing at the station. The current system works uh, by testing uh, coal at the mine and then having a certified stockpile at the mine. That stockpile is then loaded onto trucks. The truck is then sealed with a tarpaulin and there's a seal affixed to prevent tampering. There's also um, a tracking device fitted to the vehicle. Now, what we've subsequently discovered is that there is significant tampering with the seals. Uh, there are jammers that are deployed to prevent the tracking unit from being used. Um, the coal trucks are then taken while they're off the radar, so to speak, to um, sites where the Good quality coal is swapped out for discard coal. To just put that into context, uh, instead of 18 megajoule per kilogram, we get seven to eight. So it's really discard coal, uh, which is the, the portion of the coal that is left after the middlings and the export fraction uh, have been utilized. And uh, I think as Advocate Matibi pointed out, this has a very negative impact also on our mills on our boiler tubes. So the knock-on effects are uh, very significant. Uh, it's a challenge to do real-time testing at the power station because you are, um, you've got trucks offloading on a continuous basis. When, when you have a queue of trucks, uh, time is money and you don't have time to sterilize a truck um, based on um, a full laboratory analysis. So what we are doing, we are um, conducting work on a, a containerized auger sampler. So the auger will effectively take a sample from the truck and in real time, give us a representative indication what the calorific value the, and the ash content are. That will then have a automatic traffic light system attached to it, which will direct the truck uh, either to um, a, very similar to a parking garage where if you haven't paid your ticket, you are diverted and you have to be uh, quarantined and um, you will need to be inspected. Uh, we think that that will significantly improve our ability to control the quality of coal that we receive Ultimately, though, for Kusile, in my opinion, the answer is to migrate as much as possible of our coal supply away from road onto uh, rail and conveyor belt, because the opportunities for tampering and diversion just are uh, far less. Jan, maybe I can ask you to please refer to the uh, temporary offloading facilities, as well as the uh, repairs of Unit 4 and then unit two and six at Kusile, uh, any design defects, please. Yeah. Thank you, Andre. Honorable Chair and Honorable Member, there are quite a few things. Uh, I'll go through it as I've got it here. Because we haven't identified yet the root cause of this fire in this unit five gas air heater, we cannot say is it similar to what happened in uh, at, at uh, unit number two. Unit number two, we've identified as a fuel oil that caused the fire and that, uh, so we haven't identified that yet. Do we at this point in time believe it may be a design error? No, we don't think so. So this is where we find ourselves. Now, in terms of the FGD, 
with the challenges we have, we're very close now to finalize a contract with the OBM to do the operating and maintenance, and then also to have spares available to get this plant to operate the way it's supposed to. We had interactions with uh, General Electric, which installed the plant, and we said that we need to sit as teams around the table to look if there may be any design challenges that we do have. They're very open to that. I've spoken to the ESCOM teams as well, so we will get together and now assess where we are. Because we have to make sure that we we know that that if should there be any any modifications needed, that we need to implement it now, because as you correctly said, if we built the same plant at Medupi, it doesn't help you know that you have the same challenges there, because Medupi is performing extremely well. So it doesn't help that you're going to uh, install a new plant and you have similar problems. Um, then in terms of Kuburg, I think that was the last one that I've picked up. Um, at, at the time it was 20 billion, the cost is still 20 billion, but obviously time has passed. So the value of time needs to be taken into consideration. Um, will we be ready? I believe we will be ready. Um, the first unit uh, to the, for the steam generators to be replaced uh, will be the breaker will open on unit number one. Currently, the date is 8th of December. So we, we're going to try and, and, and make sure it is 8th of December. That's going to take us anything between 20, 200 and 220 days. So we will replace the steam generators. And then in about August next year, we will take unit number two off and we'll install the three steam generators in there as well. It is, it's posing a significant challenge to us because we don't have Ahmedupi uh, 4, that is 720 megawatts. Then we're going to have a 920 megawatts not available for nearly a year and a half because of the two Kuburg units. So it is posing a challenge. We are seeing how we're going to deal with the production uh, plan in terms of uh, making sure that we reduce the risk of load shedding to a minimum. But this is where we are. However, are we confident that we're going to be able to successfully achieve the extension and the life extension, the license in the middle of 2024? Yes, we are. 